What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey guys, hope you're doing well today. Cloud with you here. It's Monday. If you're listening to this, that comes out. I'm recording this during VBS week, so we got a lot of stuff going on. And when I originally scheduled this episode, I had actually picked the whole of Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 41. Now, full disclosure, I'm not going to be able to get through all that. I'm going to bite off a little bit of what I can chew. We're going to go verse by verse, just through verse 10. So if you all can do me a favor... Tomorrow's episode, we're going to pick up in chapter 20 and start that, okay? So if you want to go verse by verse through verses 11 through 41, I'm not going to be able to get to it today, and I apologize, uh, but if you would, you know, read that tonight or before you go to bed or something like that, and you won't you won't skip a beat, but I'm sorry, I just couldn't get to all of it. I'm just going to do a manageable tidbit, a chunk, verses 1 through 10, and uh We'll, we'll hit it back tomorrow in chapter 20. So thank you all for forgiveness. And we'll, let's let's dig in and uh, let's just see what God has for us. This is Acts chapter 19. Uh, Paul is in now. His, this is what they call the third missionary journey. And so everybody's kind of going around to the ends of the earth, right? Gentiles and, and people are hearing the gospel. So we're picking up Acts chapter 19. I'm reading verses 1 through 10. This is the NIV. While Apollos was at Corinth... Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, Then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. Paul said, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is, in Jesus, On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. And there were about twelve men in all. Paul entered the synagogue and spoke boldly there for three months, arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and publicly maligned the way. So Paul left them. He took the disciples with him and had discussions daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. This went on for two years so that all the Jews and Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. And I'm going to cut it there today. So we have this this story in his third missionary journey. And we see it, it says in verse 1, there he found some disciples. All right, so that word disciples here just means followers. Uh, honestly, they're half Christians. Now, I was reading certain people in different denominations believe differently about this to argue theological points. That's not what we're focusing on. We're seeing he's calling them disciples, but then in, in verse 2, he asked, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they answered, no. We, we didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. And then so then he goes on to find out that they're actually converts, you know, Jewish sympathizers, as it were, of uh, you know, John the Baptist ministry, but they weren't Christians. And, and that's kind of in my research, what I've come to understand. Uh, maybe you believe differently. Shoot me an email. We can talk about that. But I think that these guys weren't Christians. They were followers, 
but that they weren't fully Christians. The reason I say that is in Romans chapter 8. Let me pull that up. Romans chapter 8, verse 9, Paul, he's writing, and he says, You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. In fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. And then he says, Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Right? So you can't be a Christian and not have the Holy Spirit. When when we become Christians, we get the Holy Spirit. Okay? So... Even though it's calling him disciples, we can deduce that these are people who are are surrounded by the the Christian bubble. They're sympathetic to it. They're they're for it, but they're not born again, right? They're not born again Christians. And so that is the first point that I wrote down, especially here in the Bible Belt, right? If you live in Tennessee, you know, the South, uh, even, you know, in our cultural sphere, uh, you know, around New Vision, you know, there's some people that hear that attend, you know, New Vision, a big place. You got to assume that at least a certain percentage of folks that come on Sundays may not actually be born again. That's just the logic of that. And so the first point that I wrote is that um, a lot of people only believe part of the gospel. I'll say it again. A lot of people only believe part of the gospel and just doing the numbers, you got to, you got to realize that that's not everybody, right, in church, but at least some people in church aren't actually born again. Paul finds that out as well, that there's people that are sympathetic to the Christian beliefs but aren't actually born again. So what does this look like, you know, in our our day and age, right? And I think this is the application of this or the illustration of this as it applies to nowadays. There's a, you know, just different wonky beliefs out there and they, they still go to church and whatnot. So let's talk about that. The second thing I wrote is that because of that, right? A lot of people only believe part of the gospel because of that. Paul shows us here that there's a huge importance to follow up discipleship, right? A lot of people only believe part of the gospel. Therefore follow up discipleship is hugely important. Okay. So, and when it comes to application, it's like, I don't know, you know, you probably, if you're listening to this, you probably have an example, but it could be a coworker. It could be someone in your small group. It could just be a random person that you see in the hallways on Sunday mornings here at New Vision. But you ask follow-up questions, you know, hear people. I'll think of one. This is just, I remember this happened when I was a teenager. I, I was talking to somebody I knew, and they said something along the lines of, well, you just got to, uh, you got to be careful because the man upstairs and, and they were talking about God and using this kind of the man upstairs. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> you know, when we come to Christ, God's our father. And, and to speak in that kind of cold language of well, the man upstairs and I got to do right. And, you know, this kind of fear based kind of mentality of, you know, he's going to whack you if you do something bad and we got to please the man upstairs like that just he was sympathetic to being a Christian and, and, you know, it, it nods to the Bible, but it's just a little bit off. You know what I mean? Like he, he's probably only believing part of the gospel and come to find out he wasn't actually born again. So it was like, yeah, the man upstairs, right? Like it sounds Christian ish, but there it's only part of the gospel. And that part would be, you know, God's judgmental and we are morally responsible, all which of true, which are true, 
but forgets the fact that Jesus died for our sins and raised from the dead. And we get the, the Holy Spirit indwelling within us, sealing us, purchasing us, and sealing us to, to be with God, to make us right with God. That you don't have to try harder. You have to put your faith in Christ who's already done it for you. That's the full gospel. And so we obviously see that people, uh, even in today's age, don't have that full spectrum of, of believing the gospel, the, the, the first part and then the second part. And so a follow-up question is, man, what do you mean by that? Like, can you, can you explain a little bit more? Like, oh yeah, man upstairs. Well, can you explain that a little more? Or whatever example it is that you've come across your coworker, whoever it is, you hear something that's like, okay, tell me more about that. Right. That's a follow-up question, follow-up discipleship. So you see those two things. A lot of people, even in the South, even in the church, I believe part of the gospel and that's why we see follow-up discipleship as hugely important. The last thing, look for the fruit. And we don't have to get into this, but in this text in verses 8 through 10, you know, uh, he, he takes these converts with him. There's about 12 guys. of they, they get saved, and then they show it. So they start healing people. They're speaking in languages and prophesying. Tongues is just another way to say languages. They're preaching the gospel. Like, there's signs, right? We don't have to get into the whole debate about like whether this continues on today and, and whatnot. That's not the point. The point is, wh- whatever sign of that theology you find yourself is that they're, God's doing something through them on the part of it. There's fruit. Their lives are changed since they received the Holy Spirit. And so that helps you if you're listening to this podcast. You know, man, not everybody's believing the full gospel. I need to follow up and have some follow-up discipleship conversations and then I need to look for fruit or inspect fruit. And you'll see that uh, here we see the gifts of the Spirit. But whatever it is, you're going to see a change or a desire to change or or live differently or to turn around and then preach the gospel to other people, which is eventually where this goes in verse 10. This goes on for two years. And then it says, so that all the Jews and Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. So ultimately that fruit is well, then those people go tell people, and then those be people go tell people, et cetera. And so the, the gospel continues on, and we will look for fruit when that is uh, was happening. So hopefully this is encouragement to you guys today in your conversations with people and your sphere of influence. Thank you so much for listening to this and, and some grace. I, I hope you uh, read uh, verses 11 through 41. That will dial in all of chapter 19. And join us tomorrow on the next episode as we start chapter 20 of Acts. Y'all have a great day, and we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.